I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a theater artist and a total introvert. I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I also am an introvert. And this is the Introvert's Guide to... Before we get started, why don't we tell you how you can get a hold of us? You can find us on Twitter at introvertguide2, the number two. You can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you have a question you want us to answer or you want to give feedback about the show, you can reach us at introvertsguide to stuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. Oh, Phil. Jess? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the holidays. Yep. Yep. And that means it's time to brave a lot of crowds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Audible shivers. You know, I... I so last Sunday was mm-hmm. the Toronto Santa Claus Parade. I was at home for most of the day because I was doing... I was on call for work, so I had to be tied to my computer. But as soon as 5 o'clock hit, I was like, I need to go out. Mm. I lasted an hour because I went, you know, I live pretty close to downtown. And so I was heading down towards the the mall and the closer I got, the worse it got. There were more people. There were more everything. I went into the mall, which was a mistake um, because it was, it was, it was crowded. Oh my God. So I must've lasted maybe 20 minutes in the mall and the rest of it was trying to get home. Yeah, it, it, it's the worst when it gets shoulder to shoulder and people are bumping into you and you turn around to say sorry and they're in such a hurry, they don't even look back. That's how you know it's a bad time at the mall. But there's also there's also those situations where you're you're just like you're trying to navigate and people are just suddenly in a crowded mall where there's no room, they suddenly stop moving. Yeah, I f- almost feel like in those situations it's better to go by yourself because I mm-hmm. feel if I bring somebody else with me, I can't keep tabs on them. I just have trouble. Like I, like I'm worried about tripping over people, Ooh. but also um, there, like you start to notice like, Oh, nobody's paying attention to anything except themselves. You know, that's yeah. why people are like stopping in the middle of like, it's people are moving quickly and somebody just stops and stares in a window. They don't even move out of the way. They just stop in the middle and, you know, there's suddenly log jam and, and, and things like that. But generally, I, I think a lot of the problem for me was just depressed. The, like all of the people, there was just so much, for want of a better term, psychic noise around that I just couldn't deal. Yeah. You know, I go to like, I get really excited for the holidays and mm-hmm, nothing mm-hmm. makes me happier than just, you know, going shopping. I've got a nice hot chocolate. The decorations are beautiful. But you have to think about our first, like, I don't drive. Like, mm-hmm. I do drive. I just don't have a car. So I have to commute. It's freezing. Mm-hmm. And then when you feel the general aura of the entire mall and that energy gets in, nobody wants to be there. And it's just, it's brutal and it just sucks the energy out of it. And then when you've got the people that are in such a daze or they're in a huge hurry, it makes for just this disaster of going mm-hmm. shopping. I, I try to avoid it altogether. I've, I've come up with, with, with plans for the way that I do my holiday shopping. Um, the plan mm-hmm. is either, there's two ways to do it. Either I take a day off that's devoted to Christmas shopping and maybe I will mm-hmm. go to several different places. Um, or more likely, on a Saturday, 
I will show up at the mall when it opens. Mm, that's a good idea. Because most people are still sleeping and there are very few people who who get up early for their the like a, on a regular Saturday in the Christmas season to do their shopping. They will wait until like 11 or 12, usually like around the noontime hour to hit the mall. And so that's when the the crowd hits and by that time I'm already gone. Oh, good job. That is a really as a retailer, definitely a good time to hit. The only people that I find that ever come into opening are exactly people like you, Phil. <laughs> well, I mean, I, th- I think it's for me, I know it's the only way to keep my sanity in Christmas shopping. Yeah. Also, do your shopping early. Oh, geez. Don't be like me. I'm the worst. I, I'm terrible with trying to schedule these things. I end up being the person a part of the Christmas rush and I have to go to the mall. I can't go to like those beautiful little Christmas markets that you uh-huh. see pop up yeah. where all those wonderful little retailers are, local businesses that I'd love to support. I have, I have to go to a major shopping mall because I'm that late. I know it's going to have everything I need, right? Mm. Do you, you're not, you're not a person who goes shopping on Christmas Eve, are you? No. There, there was a long silence. Yeah. You've done it. You've done it, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> so many times. You know, oh, you know, my, my that that used to be my my dad. My dad I can remember my dad doing all of his Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. And he would come home or he would do a bunch of Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. Not necessarily all of it, but he would do do some of it. So he would go to work and then he would leave work whenever they let him go, like maybe noon or whatever. And then he would hit them all, him and everybody else. And he would be in that press of people and he would be miserable. He would come home and he would just be, it would be like, all right, everybody be quiet for a little while. Daddy just came home from shopping. Um, (laughs) And it was just like, um, he was so at the end of his rope. And I watched that and I said to myself, never me. Oh, good for you. See, here's opposites. I grew up with all the Christmas shopping was done early. My dad would take my sister and I out to a movie mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. My mom would stay home, wrap all the gifts. We'd come home. We'd get to open up one, have a magical night and go to sleep. Mm. I don't know what happened to me. I just, I'm a late shopper. I, I push it back. I, I'm Well, I'm a class a procrastinator so that doesn't help either mm-hmm. also working retail for eight years i try to avoid the mall at all costs and going shopping i just get so tired yeah of course and of course why would you want to go to the mall when you spend so much time there anyway oh yeah no i mean i remember one time i was on a day off and someone was like what do you want to do you want to go to the mall and i'm like uh no please let's not I always found if you work in retail and you work or you work in a restaurant, the last thing you can do is ever on your day off, go near the place where you work. Yeah. You no, avoid it. If they, if they see you, the number of times when I used to work in restaurants, the number of times somebody would like happen to pop in on their day off and end up working. What? No. Yeah. Just like, Oh, 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 you're here. Could you just do, do your thing? And you're like, I just came in for lunch. Oh, what we need. And then like, they're working. So like never go near the place where you work on your day off. Uh, if you work in retail or restaurants. Okay. Yeah. That's never happened to me. But then again, I avoid going. There so you that's go. Why. That's why. <laughs> oh, geez. So, okay. Phil, have you ever had a really bad, sh- like tell me about the worst shopping experience you have ever had. Mm, okay. Like Christmas shopping specifically. See, Here's the thing is, is because of the way that I shop, I haven't had a particularly terrible 
Christmas shopping experience. But there's always that time when you end up look, you know, you there, there it's like, okay, I have almost everything I need, but there is one more thing I need for like your partner or whatever. And you're like, okay, I know I need one more thing. And I don't know what it is. And you are, you spend like a Saturday just like mm-hmm. looking. Mm. And I used to, pri- I, I often pride myself on, on, you know, I pay attention to things. So uh, I tend to find a like good, good gifts for people. Mm-hmm. Um, Except, you know, there's like when you just need that one more, you just need that one more and you're like, I, I, I don't want to end up just buying a gift certificate. I, I'm better than that. Um, and you, so you end up like going to like, you go to, to, to the mall, you go to the, 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 the local, like I would go to Kensington market and there's spots there and I can't find anything. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to, what neighborhood, what store does this person like, Oh, I'll go over here. No, I can't find anything. And just like, desperate 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 as the day goes on and the crowds get worse just like not being able to find it you're like i just know i need one more thing one more thing that's what i need um and then and then finally either um finding it or breaking down in a cop out and getting a gift certificate for something that you know that they're going to love but Mm -hmm. um is still something that you don't feel like yeah yeah i also try not to get like is this something they could just like walk over to chapters and pick up themselves? And if it is, I tend, I'm like, that's not something I want to get. And if I do, I feel like I, I lost. So my, 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 my Christmas shopping experience is I don't have a whole lot of horrific ones. See, instead of gift cards, I usually settle for going to winners and getting them a scented candle. I feel that's worse. Oh my God. Um, yeah, that is worse. I'm sorry. I was thinking about how I can make you feel better, but no, no. Oh, is there a particular scent that you get? Like, what do you when you go for the scented candle? What are you What are you doing? Well, it it depends. Like, does it look nice? Does it have like a nice little base to it? Is it something that smells that will complement the smell of their home? Like, I, you know, I'm not the greatest gift giver. I'm really good when I see that one gift, I'll get it for them. Like, I love giving people gifts. I love going all out for them. But when it comes to Christmas, I blank. I have no idea what I'm going to get you. So that scented candle came right from the heart. Because I did not settle for a gift certificate. Do you plan? Do you like, do you, when do you start thinking about what you're going to get for people? Or do you start thinking when you're like, and now I have to find something? I, I do plan ahead of time. Like I am a huge planner with everything I do. I love to plan. There's times where I'm impulsive, but I love to plan for Christmas, but it, it tends to, to turn out to be impulsive in the end. But I love planning things for people. I just, you know. Christmas gets expensive. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. I find yeah. like for me, um, most of my bad Christmas experiences have just been like navigating crowds in malls. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Or the Christmas market in Toronto. If you ever get the chance, it's considered one of the best in the world. The the distillery districts Christmas market. Just mm. don't make the mistake of going on a weekend. Oh, that's, that's a rookie mistake. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. Um, because they, I mean, they started charging a fee to enter in the hopes that it would like reduce the crowds cause it was just getting insane and it didn't. So people go on the weekend and it's insane. It's oppressive people. It's the worst. Um, but so you go early in the week, but even then as it gets a, around eight o'clock, nine o'clock, it starts to get pretty crowded. Um, so you want to make sure that, 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 that you can deal. Um, I have, gone 
done like like a, a mall tour basically on like a, on like a Saturday, and like started with the closest one and you know whatever one that that is at the time, and then going further and further afield. And by the time you get to some of the other ones, and they're closer to the suburbs, which means that everybody drove the parking lots. You can just look out and you see the parking lots, and you just see like people like moving around in their cars in like parking lots, like they're sharks looking for a spot. It's like this slow, the sharks or cars are circling and it's like you waiting for like the explosion of like movement when some car pulls out of the, of the parking lot and everybody like makes a break for it. Um, and then going through the mall and, and um, uh, uh, seeing uh, the way that, the way that people treat each other. I always find it interesting how it's like, this is a time that's filled with joy, but fuck you get out of my way. Oh man. Is it ever boxing? I have worked every single boxing day as far back as I can remember Mm. doing it, like doing something in terms of work. And I have never seen people go from, being so grateful for what they have, mm-hmm. having goodwill toward all people, mm-hmm. and then doing a 180 the next day, and it just there's like this darkness over them. It's like, holy crap, Satan, go home. Like yeah. the heck. I, I mean, I have seen like um I have seen seen that even during the like the the shopping season, because that that crowd can turn. Um when people are shopping, and if there's a hot toy that year, I don't think I can't remember. Um, in recent years where there was like a hot toy that people were fighting over. But um, I remember um, the fights over Tickle Me Elmo um, and like going to a store and, and, and watching people like hover around as the, as the staff are like, they're just like taking them there. It's literally, they are not lasting. They take them off the cart and try to put them onto the display and somebody comes along and takes it and people are just, so angry that they didn't get it. It's like, um, what's that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he's trying to find that, that one toy. Oh, Jingle all the way. Jingle, jingle all, the, all way. the way. It is, it is, it is like that. And, and, and yeah. I've seen that happen. Um, and it is ugly and it's not pretty. Um, no, but it not. also tends to happen closer to, to the season, like closer to the Christmas holiday. Oh, for sure. Desperation, right? You got all these working parents and their kids really want this toy and they just, Mm -hmm. they got to make it happen. If they don't get it, then they have to face the disappointment on Christmas morning, right? And then they're the bad parent. So it's just all that frustration and pressure coming out all at once. Oh, sure. And and then of course, it's the employee's fault if, if it doesn't turn out right. And if, you know, because they're the ones that supply everything, of course. So, and I, and I don't mean that as like, you know, I get it. When someone takes out their anger on me, like I understand that their life existed way before that they came into my store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've had to deal with long lineups already. They've had to deal with maybe all the stuff that they wanted to purchase, which just wasn't available. Nothing was working out for them. So when they're taking it out on me, I find that easier to remember for, for me, for all you retailers out there. It is, it is helpful to generally to remember that, that, I always like I work in in like customer service in my own way with computers and stuff. When people get angry and frustrated, I try to remember that they are not frustrated with me. They're not actually angry at me. They're doing something they don't understand or they're having a difficult time and they are lashing out and they're taking it out on me. Uh, But they're not actually angry at me. I mean, do you have a bad shopping, like your worst shopping experience or is it just the the you like the brave in the crowds on on Christmas Eve? Yeah, I I'm kind of the same. I don't have like any story that stands out. It's just more so the 
what really sets me off is standing in line and I can hear complaining. That happens every year. You hear that one person that's just going off on people and I lose, I start to lose my patience. And I know there's a couple of times where I've spoken up and told people to chill. Um, I have a tendency to get involved like that, but you know, other times it's really, you know, you just you grit your teeth through it. Um, I think the worst is when I went shopping at the Eaton Center one time in Toronto and it was shoulder to shoulder. And I remember someone like, I just watched somebody get pushed over. Like I, it was just that general Christmas mm. panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's about the worst I've ever seen it. I've never been a part of black Fridays where it's been so chaotic. I've always worked in clothing stores. So I never found that it was really that much where people had to push each other over. It was very much a, excuse me, I picked that up first. And then, but that, that's, that's about it. Nothing to the point where people are pushing each other. The, the whole Black Friday thing, that's sort of like, um, as we record this, we record this on the eve of American Thanksgiving, which means that after everybody is stuffed with turkey, they will go to bed, wake up early, and go out to find the best deal they can on something. <sighs> I know. Um, which means that we will be seeing um, all of the all of the um, the news footage of the crowds at the mall and the the crazy people pressing against the door and the and the 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 staff sort of like hitting the button to open the door and then like running to get out of the way of the stampede of people and and all of that stuff. Um, but uh, it's it, and it brings up a whole lot of because this is really uh, the launch of the shopping season for 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 us in Toronto that really started um, last weekend with the, the Santa Claus parade. That's sort of like, is the, the whistle blowing to, to begin the shopping season. Um, but this is the weekend that really sort of sets that off in, in the U S and I think in a lot of people's minds because of the big deal with our Canadian proximity to the U S we can't help but be infected by it. Shall we shall we get over to the social stuff, the social media stuff? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, a lot of the people that have responded to this question responded with either don't go or they would say two words, Cyber Monday. <laughs> so they, it's true. It's true. Yeah, that's it. So it's like, okay, so we have the people that we have the introverts that just don't want to engage at all with this chaos. And then there's the small portion of introverts that that gave their tips. So we do have one introvert, Nikki, who says, for anyone who is going out into shop into the shopping world, go later at night. You won't get door crashers, but definitely less people. Plus, you're more likely to get better customer service. I think that's specifically uh, uh, Black Friday advice or, or in Canada, uh, uh, Boxing Day advice. Because generally, I you know, like I was at the mall this past weekend, and it was like seven o'clock at night, and it was still crowded. So it's specific to right. I think the, the these events, but also it is good advice. Sure, you may not find all the things that you wanted or that you thought you were going to get, but at least your sanity will be intact. Oh, it's so true. And I would say as well, when you're when you're wanting to go at night after work, try to keep that as far away from Christmas as possible. Because I know for sure that people will go to the mall right after work to get as much done as possible, right? Absolutely. So that is, yeah, definitely. But still very good advice. You know, we also think we're also talking a lot about Christmas shopping, but um, think about the Christmas grocery shopping as well. 
Oof. Because that is another time when there are crowds in a store. And in fact, because of the way, you know, you want fresh food, you want to get your turkey, you don't, you know, all this stuff, people tend to do that closer to Christmas, um, sometimes yep. on Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve. So it gets those, the, the grocery stores are super crowded too. Then you have to think about there's those people that do go shopping who don't plan themselves very well. Forget what they have in the fridge mm. and they're freaking out. Yep, yep. And so they're panicking and being like, oh my gosh, do I have this? Do I have to get it? And then they, you know, there's that little minor panic there. Um, Sarah says, I find it better to instead try finding local Christmas markets or even go to small businesses. Let's not give into the thought that just because it's Christmas, we need to be at the mall. Let's instead support local retailers and emerging business owners while saving ourselves the headache and stress of being in crowds. Nothing can set off an introvert more, let alone anybody, than experiencing the angry wrath of shoppers and in-your-face salespeople. Yeah, I get behind. I, yeah, I can get behind that. I mean, if you have a Christmas market nearby, too. Yes, absolutely. If you have a Christmas market, but also if you, I mean, the problem of the reason why everybody goes to the mall is because it's convenient. You pretty right. much know what you can find there. Whereas I love supporting local retailers. There's only two problems that, that, that I tend to have with that. And that number one is knowing that they're there. And number two, they're probably spread out. They're, they're in various different places, which is why people go to the mall. They could be like, I'm going to go here, 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 and I'm done. Whereas yep. if it's a, if it's a you know, local retailer, sometimes depending on the size of your city, you might have to go over here and then drive across town over here or whatever. So it is as I, I really do like to, to support local, local uh, uh, retailers. Um, the difficulty is, is locating them sometimes. No, it's very true. And, and sometimes a lot of those small retailers, um, if it is a proximity issue, do they have to mail it? Uh, David says, I usually go shopping with my family every year to get it all out of the way. When we do, it's usually nine times out of 10 at a major shopping center and we split up. Everybody's in a bad mood anyway, so why bother trying to be polite or putting on that friendly social mask? Oh, I like where this is going. That's when I pull out the big guns. I wear my headphones. <laughs> That's right. I said it. My headphones. I'll take them out when I find what I'm looking for and when I cash out. Then I just GTFO and head on down to the food court. Ta-da. You know what? I, I think, you know, I think I think David is on the same the same wavelength as I am as far as the headphones go. Especially at this time of year. I need the headphones. I get it. Yeah. Partially to shut out the rest of the world and make it easier to deal with. Also, sometimes people's conversations are annoying. Oh, it's so true. You know, any time, like it's, I honestly, like some of the things you listen in on are pretty ridiculous and trivial as it is. And, you know, you try like, you know, just biting your tongue. Okay. You're not in the conversation. See yourself out. You know, and like any other time of the year, when I see people come in with headphones, I get really annoyed by that. It's like, okay, just let me say hi, tell you what's going on, and then that's it. Put them back in. But this is the only time I will say this is the exception. You get what you need and you go and I, I applaud you, sir, madam, and everything in between. I will say that I have a tendency to when I walk into a store, if there is somebody standing as a greeter, I do take my headphones out. Mm-hmm. Or a headphone, um, but I, I, I still, I still like generally keep them going. 
mm-hmm. um, and I take them out. If I take them, I, my my big my my big move if I need assistance is to stand. I plant myself. I take my headphones out and I start making eye contact with staff members. And to me, that's like the uh, oh, this Universal. introvert over here needs help. Um, <laughs> but um, it doesn't always work out that way. But also, they are busy, so I always try to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I find like for me, headphones are the thing that I save. And you know what? I'm not angry. I don't, I don't, I'm not angry. In fact, at this time of year, chances are I am listening to a Christmas playlist. I have some really excellent ones that I set that I've created on Spotify. Um, but um, I, uh, I, uh, that's probably what I'm listening to, but I just need to shut out the rest of the world. Oh, absolutely. Good job, David. I appreciate your candor. When I was looking online, I thought it'd be interesting to see how many introverts speak out about shopping. And it's amazing because it seems that this is when the time of the year introverts become more vocal, ironically. Whether it's to retailers or to each other for advice, it's been awesome. So the first Mm. thing I found was a list for... um, just introverts surviving the holidays. The holidays are absolutely exhausting for introverts. Let's change that. So the author gives a few uh, bullet points here, but number one is to inject a bunch of white noise into the season. So this means one or two social things on my calendar per day, max, that's it. Loads of free time around these activities so I can re-energize. Now, what I'm going to take away from this list is that this author is basically telling us that if we want to survive shopping, then maybe we should take into account all the other things surrounding this holiday season. I mean, it's party season, right? Everybody's going to a work party. We're going to go hang out with friends. We've got family to visit, all dates, everything's all mixed up. So, if we want a successful shopping day, let's take into account everything else we have to do. So, if you have to go shopping, try to limit everything else in the day. Could I just give you one of my like m- one of my recently discovered uh, uh, relaxation tips at the end of the day? Oh, please! Um, especially especially this time of year. Um, Netflix has a couple of fireplace channels. Um, <gasps> yeah, and you you load that up and let that play. It's about an hour long of just a fireplace, and then you sit with a book, just listening to the crackling of of the fireplace. And yes. I don't have I don't have a fireplace in my apartment, but it's just as good. I get the same effect. It sets off whatever relaxing uh, 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 signals in my brain, and it's a great way to finish off a day and have a book and drink uh, tea or whatever it is that you want to do at the end of the day, just to just to relax. And I think that that's a if you if you have a big day of shopping, if you can manage to end your day with something like that turn on the fireplace on Netflix, have a hot chocolate, read a book. That is so beautiful. I love it. I'm going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Number two on the list, utilize white noise as much as possible. I'm sensitive to lots of extraneous noise, particularly the kind I can't control. I've recently discovered I can hook myself up to my Forest Sounds app and still supervise my kids. I just don't need to hear their constant noise. I could utilize that all year round, personally. Yeah. Uh, Build my reserves now. So consciously choose lots of alone time over the next two weeks so that I'm feeling bolstered up for the onslaught of social engagement. 
again, that could be all year round. Yeah. Also, I mean, it is I like I don't know. I know a few people who have um like I, they you know, both parents of a couple are divorced. And so it becomes over 2 days it becomes a a whirlwind visit uh going visiting as many different households as you possibly can. So absolutely you need to you need to to work up to that and make sure that you've charged your batteries. Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, you're just not yourself when you do it, right? I mean, you're not and you're not honoring yourself. Uh number 4 on the list and and I think you'll like this one Phil. Something we both encourage. Tell the truth and don't apologize for who you are. It's really easy to fall into this trap of lying your way out of having to be around people. As much as possible, I like to avoid lying. I also value authenticity. This means I have to have brave conversations. I'm sorry, I can't make coffee. I already, I've already had three coffee dates this week. Or... No, I won't be going to the party. A room full of people I don't know that I've ex- I'm expected to make small talk with for three hours is something I can't do right now. People usually respect your honesty. Introverts everywhere take that in. No, we absolutely we encourage. We we talk about it all the time. Like, be honest, say what you need. Um, there, there are. I mean, there are always going to be those obligation engagements that you can't get out of. In which case, like I always find, you know, there are years when I just don't want to go to the office Christmas party. But it is kind of an obligation. You can't just not go unless you have a decent excuse. I'll try to, if I can, on the night, if we're doing the Christmas party on a on a night when um, like it's a, it's a work day, I'll try to see if I can leave work early, have a little bit of me time before I have to head back to the party. No, that's a good idea. I'm too scared to ask to get off early at work. <laughs> uh, number five, let's go. Uh, let's let go of perfection and don't try to do it all. Speaks for itself. Frankly, let's let's when we go shopping, don't think to yourself that you have to find everything all at once. That's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. And then you're asking yourself to stay out longer than maybe you want to stay out for. And, and I mean, that's... That takes a toll to be out that long in a mall and shopping. That's a lot of, a lot of mental strain you're putting on yourself. Yeah. Don't push yourself any further than you have to. Yeah. And all right. I'm going to skip number six because it's, it's about parties specifically have an escape plan and use if needed, not relevant right now, but, and the last step, number seven, learn. It's unlikely that I'll achieve my dream introvert Christmas this year or next, but I can learn and implement my new knowledge and improve and add to my usual survival kit for next year. So if you like what we're saying and you like maybe some of the advice the internet has to offer, just take that in for next year if you didn't, it, it didn't exactly go your way. That's what I would take away from that. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it is definitely um, a difficult one um, because – I think everybody has that idea of what their ideal Christmas is. Um, The entire plot of a Christmas vacation revolves around that. I was just thinking that. Yeah. There's the, there's that, you know, that there's like, it has to be this way. It has to be this way. And you know what? That's stressful. Mm -hmm. Um, And in fact, the dream introvert Christmas where you can just deal with people as you, as much as you want to, 
and then and then deke out when you when when you're done can't always happen but i think that it's you know if you can even find time with yourself to keep your sanity mm-hmm. i think you've i think you you've done a good job Okay, so this one wasn't so much advice uh, for introverts in shopping. It was an introvert giving advice to small retailers. The author says, there's a lot of emphasis today on preserving and supporting local economies. We are encouraged to shop local to keep small businesses, mainstream, uh, main streets, and traditional mom and pop shops viable. Shopping local is said to maintain the traditional social backbone of a community and to prevent large corporate venues from completely overtaking community life. Okay, I think we can all get behind that. Now, the author does go on to say, though, that if he was to go to a big department store, for instance, like a major supermarket, big box, people rarely bother him. It's true that the crowds and atmosphere can be overstimulating, but at least I'm safe from hovering and interrogation. Staff members may ask if they can help, but when I say no, they usually get that, and I mean it, and back off. So, his problem is, is that when he goes to a small store, that's when it, it the salesperson really gets in his face. So, he says... A friendly salesperson greets me and asks how they can help. I thank them and tell them no thanks. I'm just looking. But the friendly person is perplexed with my answer and not satisfied. They want to know specifically what I am looking for. They want to know why I'm looking for it. They want me around. And if I pick up anything, they insist on telling me about it. And at this point, I feel like I'm being attacked by a swarm of hornets. I can't think, relax, or make a decision with them hovering around me. And I am so behind that. I think that's my prob- one of my problems with going into small businesses is I can sense that you need my business. And now I can't shop and concentrate on anything else but that. I've, I've had that. I know I've had that, that experience walking into a, 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 an independent shop where the 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 salesperson is also the owner and they love what they do and god love them they you know they are proud of what they do and they love what they do and they just want to tell you about it mm-hmm. and but no amount of social of 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 body language social cues anything can get them to stop telling you about it when you're thinking to yourself i just want to get a thing and get out but here mm-hmm. i am trapped because you keep talking and you sort of you get trapped. Do you get trapped in this where you're like the person keeps talking and you just can't get out of it? So you're you're trapped, nodding, sort of like moving your body towards the door. Yeah, but unable to get out. Oh, for sure. Because there's times where yeah. I listen to their business pitch over and over and over again. They hand me business cards and I'm trying to inch and I keep saying, "Well, gotta get going." And then they're like, mm-hmm, "And mm-hmm. you know, the thing is," and they'll keep talking about it. And it's like I so appreciate the fact that you are an independent owner. But I can't, I'm not like this. I need to go now. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah and absolutely. I feel bad for that. No, absolutely. So the author gives, the, the author gives advice to small business owners. Just three pieces. And they're very simple. Number one, acknowledge our existence. Stop treating all of your customers with the one size fits all extrovert model. Number two, call off the hornets. Let no Thank you. Me, no. (laughs) I know. I'm like, oh, man. It's true, though. Number three, let us know it's safe to come in with a sign or advertising designating it as a quiet, friendly establishment. 
one that doesn't make chatting and bonding mandatory. What do you think? Um, I mean, I don't know about the quiet friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that like I, I get I get that as a small business owner, as a, a small retailer, in a way, everybody who walks through that door is is necessary for you. Mm-hmm. And you need everybody who comes in to make the sale. And so you're uh, excited about what you do, but also kind of a little desperate. And so you're trying to, to, to bring the people in. And so you're trying to talk to them. But in your enthusiasm as a store, as a, as a store owner or, 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 or retailer, notice the body language. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause here's, here's one thing. If you do that to me, I'm not coming back. Right. You know, if you trap me like that, I am never coming back to your store. And that's not a threat. That's just like, I will never be comfortable enough to go back in that store. The worst part is, is like, if they remember you, they're going to want to pick up that conversation again. Right. Mm -hmm. I've had that fear before, but you know, it's like whenever we see someone at the mall and we just don't want to say hi again, or, you know, I'd rather jump into a store I have no interest in than talk to that person. So it's the same thing when I go into a store and a sales associate knows me and sees me and wants to talk to me. I don't want to do that with your store because like you said, I, I feel trapped. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I, when I first read it, I, I thought the article was a little harsh, but then I'm taking it Mm. in and I'm thinking about it. It's like, you know, again, if you have social anxiety, this stuff, it, it really does build up to a point where it's, you are panicking in a bit, in a way, right? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I agree. You don't really need the sign that says quiet friendly. I, I think that's a bit much, but I think just teaching your staff that you don't need to be that that pushy salesman and, you know, have that, hi, what are you guys looking for? How can I help you? What do you need? Have you seen the promos we got? Like, that's just not necessary in this day and age. And that's why we have communications and, you know, ever developing marketing ideas, right? So we don't necessarily need to talk, which is nice. Yeah. It's kind of like if your store is selling what I want, I'm going to buy it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to push it on me. If I came in there, I'm probably interested and I don't need you to talk me into the purchase. I'm basically already there. Yeah. Like I don't mind when a cut, like when an employee wants to give me like just the quick rundown, like, you know, like you said, just greet, say, hi, how's it going? I mean, I've worked in stores where it's okay. I just want to tell you about the different sections. So you know what you're looking at basically. That's it. I'll leave them alone unless they ask me for help. That's it. I appreciate that. So Phil, tis the season. What are you taking away from this? Um, I'm taking away uh, about the need for self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of demands that are made that's made on all of us uh, during the season, whether it is parties. Um, and maybe we have to do that, that conversation again. Um, uh, but also um, shopping is an obligation and how you do it um, can affect so much about the holiday. You can put too much pressure on yourself to find the right gift, which can drive you to, to, to go longer in the mall than you, than you are comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, and, but you know what, it is important to find those moments. Like if you can find a quiet moment, wherever it is, if you leave the mall for a second, if you can, and there's a, a coffee shop or a place to sit, whatever, take it, mm-hmm. take it. And if you have to, if, if, if you do a, a day of shopping, try not to also do an evening obligation. 
Mm-hmm. You are going to wear yourself out. You will not be a happy camper and you will, uh, you'll find it much better if you can, if you just take the time that you need before and after doing something like shopping. I wish I had something to take away with, but I feel like just as, as an employee of, of retail, I know when to shop and when not to shop. But if I could pass on some advice here, if you're looking for really good times and quiet times to go shopping statistically, and this is how we base our sales off of it, try to avoid Fridays after five, Saturdays between noon and three, and all day Sunday. Aim for during the week, earlier in the day, preferably Monday and Tuesday. Should be a quiet experience for you. That would be my advice. Can I ask you a question? I, need, I have a question. Is, is there something in, in your notes that you didn't say? You say never Sunday. Oh, <laughs> never Sunday. Is, is Sunday is Sunday busy like from, from open until close? Oh, no, Phil. They're just the worst Sunday. Like, Why? Oh, you get the weirdest people on Sunday. They give the weirdest complaints. They are in the grumpiest mood. They don't want to be there. And sometimes it gets busy. It's a hit or a miss. But Sundays I find people, I just, I don't know what it is. They blow me away with how weird or rude they can be. Never Sunday. Never go shopping Sunday. I think I would add to that that, you know, the closer you get to Christmas, the worse it's going to get. Yeah. It, be, be a planner. Don't don't be me. Yeah. I'm, I mean that authentically, guys. Don't do what I do because then you're in there on Christmas Eve and that's not a place you want to be. <laughs> no. no, do do yourself a favor, and if they let you leave work early, if you're one if you're one of those places where they will let you do that, don't go to the mall. Be done. Go home. Plant yourself. Have a drink. Watch a Christmas movie. 